What's up, guys? Dr. Bo here, and welcome to 2020. That's right. We are starting a brand new year. It is time to clean off the desks, clean the tables, get our heads down, get focused, and get ready to rock. So the big question is this. How are chiropractors like us, who are juggling life as a doctor, business person, and entrepreneur, we're spending money from our own pockets. How do we find the secrets in our industry that will help us serve more people, see bigger results, and not go broke in the process? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Bo, and welcome to The Chiropractic Secret. Well, welcome everyone back to another episode of the Chiropractic Secrets. I'm stoked, excited, blessed. Just, I don't even know what to say. I, I honest to God, uh, am so blessed to be able to use technology like this to reach out and to talk to you guys, to influence you guys, to spark things in your mind that ultimately I know can change your practice, the profession, and all of the people and lives that you touch on a day-to-day basis. Today, we are going to actually take a deep dive into what I call the top trends for 2020 in the chiropractic profession. Now, before we get started, I want to tell you guys this. Honestly, I was not going to record this podcast. And the reason I was not going to do it is because I actually shot a video earlier last week uh, that we published with this article on Circle of Docs. And the feedback has been so incredibly great. All of the emails, people saying, oh my gosh, Bo, I cannot believe you said that. I cannot believe that last year's post, all of the predictions came true. And this year, we need to know more about what you're proclaiming or prophesying for the future. So with that in mind, I said, you know what? I'm not just going to rip the audio from the video that I took. I'm actually going to record a brand new podcast, a new episode. And also, I know a lot of you guys listen to me here on the podcast, and you may not have the time to actually physically go and read the actual article on Circle of Docs. So here I am bringing it straight to you. Now, with that being said, I first off want to say yes. Last year, I wrote an article called The Five Bold Predictions for 2019. And really what it was is whereas I believe that there was five things that were going to pivot the profession and change the way that we're doing business in 2019. And I got a lot of feedback on that with people saying, you know, I didn't think that was going to happen. And lo and behold, by the end of 2019, things did. So I decided to write an article this year, like I said, called The Top Chiropractic Trends for 2020. Now, there's five things that I believe that every chiropractor or student right now, if you are listening to this, can take action on that will change the trajectory of your practice or change the way that you're currently practicing right now. So without further ado, let's just dive right in to what these five things are and what you need to know and what you need to do to really take advantage of them. All right, so the first one is this. I know that so many of you guys use social media, you write blog posts, you do videos for YouTube, 
And for the past few years, we've seen a decline in the amount of action taken on some of that content. Matter of fact, I get emails every day where people are saying, hey, Bo, what is the best Facebook agency? What are the best Facebook ads? Are video ads working for you? You know, are these landing pages working for you, etc.? And I have seen an evolution, so to speak, of how social media is being put out there, but also how social media is being accepted or not accepted from our patient base, from the general population. And where I believe that uh, social media and content in general is headed in this year, in 2020, is my number one top trend, and that is stories will sell. That's right. Last year, I really was hammering all about content. You have to produce content, 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 content. And I still believe that. Still in the light of what Gary Vaynerchuk says about producing multiple pieces of content a day. But I think that the type of content that you're producing needs to change. You really do need to create more stories. Now, I'm not just talking about like Facebook stories or Instagram stories, but I'm talking about taking the person that's reading or consuming or listening to your content on a journey, showing them the whole journey throughout from A to Z in that piece of content, and then being able to relate that back to your life, to your practice, to the things that interest you in your daily walk. Now, a lot of people are saying, Bo, Instagram stories is the future and the future is now. And I really, really want to dive into that a little bit. And I agree. I think Instagram stories are an amazing way to connect with people. However, what I'm also seeing after reading the data is that influencer marketing is actually going down. It's being less effective. It used to be that you know you would post a link somewhere or a link to a, a product and based upon how many people viewed your Instagram story, you could tell that about 2% of those people would ultimately buy. Well, as Instagram stories have started to risen or rise, excuse me, in popularity, the buying potential has actually dropped significantly. It's less than a half a percent now. Now, a lot of you guys are saying, Bo, I don't really care about those small changes, but ultimately you do. Because really, if you think about it on a macro scale, for every 200 people, let's say, or excuse me, for every 100 people that would view your Instagram story, if you did it in a sequential pattern, meaning you showed the progression of a patient that was under care or a patient that came in and you showed them being adjusted and what you did at X, Y, and Z, you could literally almost tell that for every hundred people that would watch that, I would typically get about one to two people that would inquire. And how did I track that? Well, it was easy. I would track it based upon different conditions or I would sell a supplement or a pillow or offer some sort of new patient special. And I could literally tell you between one and 2% every single time I did one of those would generate revenues, whether that be a new patient or like I said, selling something. But as the year went on, those numbers started to tail down and now it's about a half a percentage. So what does that mean for you? It really means that if you're using uh, content like Instagram stories, if you are doing videos, if you are writing blog posts, you really need to make each and every one of them a story. And why? Because stories bond with people. So make sure that you're bonding with them as you're telling the story, telling about you being in the same place and take them through the whole emotional journey of confusion to enlightenment to 
education to action. If we can do that, if you can do that, you're going to see a higher acceptance rate and you're going to see more people taking action based upon your stories. So my number one tip is not only produce more content, but produce more stories. All right. Now, with that being said, the second thing, and they kind of go hand in hand with this, is that you need to make a decision in your practice as far as where you fall on the scale of zero to a hundred. Now, what do I mean by that? Zero to a hundred means how freaky are you? How different are you? If you're a middle of the line chiropractor who plays it really straight, is really safe, doesn't, you know, who do you see? I see everyone. I'm right down the middle. You're a 50% chiropractor. You're a guy that's really not going to the left or going to the right more. But what I'm starting to notice and what we have seen, especially over the past one to two years, is the doctors who play on the fringes meaning the doctors who are all the way one way or all the way the other way, those are the guys that are winning or gals that are winning. They are the ones that are saying, hey, look, I know I'm a little freaky. I got a freak flag. You know what? And here's what I do different in my practice. I only see this demographic or here's how I address X, Y, and Z problem. And they specialize in something. They're almost freakish about how in-depth they are on that one subject. Now, doc, I don't know where you're at in your practice or if you're a student right now, just trying to figure out what you're going to specialize in. But I will tell you that in the world of being online, in the world of people searching for solutions, the more niche down that you can be, the more freak flaggish, so to speak, that you can be, the more eccentric that you can be, the better. Now, you are going to repel a lot of people. And some people are going to say, I don't know about that girl, or I don't know about that guy. They're a little bit different. But you're also going to build a ravenous community that is super excited and 100% bought in to anything and everything that you do suggest or build as far as a community. So docs, I will encourage you today is to sit down and really figure out what's your freak flag? How do What makes you really different than everyone else? And fly that flag as loud and proud as you can be. All right, the third thing that I wanna talk about is something that's not necessarily new. It's something that doctors have been saying forever and ever and ever, but it's becoming more and more relevant today. And really guys, you guys are gonna probably nod up and down when I tell you what this is, but it really has to do with insurances. That's right. For so many years, all I've heard is people, you gotta go cash, you gotta go cash, you gotta go cash. But the honest to God truth is, when we pull all of our doctors, less than 20% of doctors run a cash practice these days. And of those 20%, we see a high number of those doctors selling huge packages, meaning they're selling 5,000, 8,000, $10,000 worth of care. And what we are being told by our patient base is that, oh, I don't like those doctors because they're selling heavily. Well, here's what I'm seeing as far as a shift happening in the profession. First off, if you're an insurance doctor, and I'll be honest with you, I am as well. My practice is about 50% insurance and 50% cash or slash memberships in my practice. And what I am noticing is, is that my insurance reimbursement has gone down significantly over the past few years. You know, I can tell you that I've probably seen in the last three to five years about a 20% reduction in the amount of payout that I am seeing. 
versus three to five years ago. Now, I know it's against the law for me to tell you the exact numbers, but if you're a doctor who takes a lot of insurance, I bet you're sitting there right now nodding up and down listening to this with your you know earbuds in saying, you know, Bo, I'm in the exact same boat. You know, I used to get X amount for an exam or X amount for an adjustment, and now that number is significantly lower. Not only that, most of the insurance companies like Blue Cross and Blue Shield, now they're being basically controlled by ASHP and they're limiting the amount of care, limiting the amount of reimbursement, limiting the amount of access to doctors. And now what do I do about it? Well, there's two options, Doc, of what you're going to do about it. I want to be really upfront and clear with this. You can either take option A or option B, almost like, do you want to take the red pill or do you want to take the blue pill in the matrix? The red pill looks like this. You decide to say, hey, look, I know that reimbursement is decreasing, so I need to do one thing increase the amount of people that I'm seeing. But when doing that, you know just as well as I do that your quality of care will most likely suffer. If you're in a practice that looks like, you know, an average chiropractic practice, you're seeing 35 to 40 patients a day, but you're seeing reimbursement decrease. So that means to make up for that extra 20%, you need to see 20% more people, which means that you need to then see 50 patients a day, 50 to 55 patients a day to make the same amount of money. Well, as we know, that'll be, you know, you're going to be going to the flying seven adjustments and wham, bam, bam, thank you, ma'am, in and out, thank you, next more, three to five minute adjustments. If that's the type of practice that you want to run, by God, I love you for it, go out and serve, but just understand that trend, in my opinion, is going to continue throughout the next three, five, seven years. Now, option B is you say, I've had enough. Enough is enough is enough. I'm turning my middle fingers up and saying, screw all of this. And I am going to change the type of practice that I'm running. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get off of insurance immediately. What it means is that you have to figure out a way to make the same amount of dollars, but do it in a way that provides more value and provides more custom experience for your current patient base. So I've seen a lot of doctors and one of the top trends that I'm seeing moving into 2020 is a lot of doctors are moving more towards membership style practices. They're moving more towards concierge style practices where they're giving more value by making themselves more available using internet tools like Skype or Zoom or Voxer, uh, giving more opportunity for interaction between the doctor and the patient, giving more concierge services, having to do with reading blood work and helping to prescribe supplementation and rehab and exercise programming, giving more but charging a higher price. You know, there's this old thing that says, would you rather see 100 patients for $10 or $10 or 10 patients for $100? And what I'm beginning to see, and especially right now, is as reimbursement decreases, more doctors' offices are shifting over to that 10 patients for $100 trend. Now, I know a lot of doctors are wanting to do that, 
and they just don't know how. And it's something that, to be really honest with you, I'm going to help teach you guys how to in the future because it's something that we have done and are currently doing in my current practice as well. We currently have three. We're moving to four associates here in a couple of months, and we've really laid out the groundwork as far as how to do that, and we've tested this model over the past year and a half, and it's working beautifully. So I will be teaching you guys how to do that in the future, but just understand, at least come to the mindset like, hey, look, something's going on here, and I don't really know what to do, and you got to start formulating in your brain, hey, do I want to see 100 at $10 or 10 at $100? And once we see that, and once you realize that, after reading your data, you've got to start putting some pen to paper and figure out where you want to go. So I believe it's about less reimbursement equals more opportunity. All right. Now, as we move into the fourth thing, this is one that really, really is near and dear to my heart. And I believe that we as chiropractors really, really need to personalize our online presence. You know, guys, I'm not here to talk bad about any company that's in the chiropractic profession, but I believe that a lot of our current website companies, SEO companies, companies that are running Facebook ads, companies that are, you know, doing digital marketing are honest to God doing so with the wrong outlook as far as chiropractic. Now, when you look at a lot of chiropractic websites, what do you see? White co- or doctor with white coat on, stethoscope around his head, person grabbing their low back in pain, person writhing in neck pain saying, new patient special, $29, come in for x-rays, seven adjustments, and a massage. Am I right? And honestly, guys, that, in my opinion, is 100% the wrong thing that we are trying to portray as far as what chiropractic is and what you are as a doctor of chiropractic. Now, with that being said, I want to give you guys a full disclaimer here. Over the past 12 months, I have been working behind the scenes to build a full-service digital agency that helps doctors personalize their message to their marketplace. We do so with websites, SEO, social media, anything and everything that you would need from an online perspective. This company is called Well-Rounded Marketing Agency. And honestly, guys, I have spent 10 years in this profession as a doctor, another 20-something as a chiropractic kid, and this uh, agency really takes all the things that I've put together, all of my uh, marketing genius, all of my systems, everything, and has condensed it and matched it with a company that builds the most beautiful, authentic, data-driven websites in the market today. So I'm going to get full force behind this and I'm going to be really honest with you guys is that I am pushing my agency because I believe that we're doing things that are going to change the entire profession and get the right type of patient in front of you in your practice. I believe that every single doctor needs to have a website that is personalized and customized to you. If you're a doctor who sees just kids, then your website better just scream, I see kids. It shouldn't have a picture of a a doctor in a white coat stethoscope with a guy grabbing his neck. No, you should have beautiful photography about you and kids and the lovingness and how you adjust them and what you're doing and all everything that encompasses a pediatric practice. Same thing if you're a sports doctor. You need to have pictures of athletes and movement and people that are athletic and your website copy needs to be that and your Facebook needs to be that and your social media needs 
to be that. And everything that encompasses you needs to literally bleed through your eyeballs who you are at your core so you can attract the right patient. I am sick and tired of all these fake Facebook agencies saying, look, I got 100 new leads to a doctor. Well, who cares if you got 100 new leads to a doctor if they're the wrong person, number one. Number two, half of those leads aren't going to show up. And number three, of those leads that do show up, less than 10% are probably staying in care because they are not connecting with you as the doctor or seeing you as the expert. So I really want you guys to sit down and really rethink right now your online presence. It's everything that you are online, your your website, your SEO, your, your Google, your Google ads, your Yelp, your reviews, everything. Does it encompass who you are? If it doesn't, then I'm going to make a very strong plea right now to, for you to go and check out what we're doing at wellroundedmarketingagency.com. Guys, it is the best agency. I built it from the ground up. We have 40 full-time employees in sunny San Diego. Guys, we are not dealing with, you know, people in the Philippines or outsourcers in India or China or Russia. No, these are living, breathing people. You pick up the phone, they speak English, they talk to you. They are exactly who we are, people based in the US, based in San Diego, and we have a proven track record of building the best not talking good, the best online presence for you and for your practice. And right now, if you guys go, guys, and, and, and go in there and request a, uh, a meeting with us and meet our team and have them go through what you're doing, have them look at what you're doing with a fresh set of eyes, a fresh set of lenses, and what I think you're going to find out is that we can potentially offer you something that is different and that is custom for you and your practice. So get away from these, you know, templated Cairo Matrix and Cairo Planet websites where, you know, you're just changing is it green or pink or purple at this point and find something that works for you and your practice. Your website is not just your digital business card. It is who you are from the inside out. And you should be able to use your digital assets and tools as literally the thing that ignites people to pick up the phone to text, to make an appointment, to get online, to make their next appointment, and to see you. As you guys can tell, I get pretty fired up about that subject, and it's something that I'm so passionate about, because in my practice, guys, honestly, we just did our end of year stats. We, on average, are averaging over 60 new patients a month. That's why I have to bring my fourth associate in. I physically cannot see people anymore. I'm just so booked up that I have to bring in new associates to handle the overflow of volume of patients. So take it from me, guys, and I'm not here to tout and, and you know brag or any of that, but guys, I spent 10 years refining this system, 10 years spending literally hundreds of thousands of dollars finding stuff that worked and didn't work, and I put it together, and like I said, I've matched it with an agency, and I know how it works from the inside out, and I want you guys to take advantage of my knowledge as well. And the best part about this, guys, is it's not gonna cost you $10,000 or any of that craziness that some of these agencies cost. I know exactly how it is to be in practice where you're literally looking over every dollar every single month. All right, off my high horse about that, I want to jump into the fifth thing, and that is this, and I'm going to wrap this up really quickly, is that big data 
is going to now be available for small chiropractors. So as we trend into 2020, I believe data and data acquisition and data crunching is going to be super important. Here's what I mean by that. I believe as our EHR systems evolve, as online tools start to evolve, we are going to be able to look and see how many patient visits we have for XYZ condition. And we're going to be able to have a really great understanding as far as what we can do for the next patient that comes in. Meaning this, could you imagine if you walk into the room and you say, hey, you know what? This guy has, you know, SI joint dysfunction. You're right. We all know this. Diagnosis 99.05, right? 99.5.40 or 90, excuse me, M54.5, low back pain, right? Well, if you had 10,000 adjustments to look at and 5,000 patients to look at, how about if you were just like, hey, look, here's what the data tells me of how long it's going to take to fix you up. And also, if you do X, Y, and Z rehab, like we're suggesting, that number then shrinks to this. And we also know that if you take these supplements or you do eat these foods, that the numbers change to this. See guys, we can use data to the advantage of and for chiropractic. We know, as chiropractors do, that what we do works, and it works damn well, and it works so much better than drugs or surgery do, but we don't have big enough data sets at this point to be able to go and really tout that information to the world. What we see are people that are like in Palmer doing research, which is great, and we're really behind. And we see people in you know uh, CBP doing research, and we're really behind, but they're all very small-scale research studies. I want to see the studies that are showing after millions of data sets, millions of patient interaction, millions of people that are using certain supplements or stretches or exercises so I can best prescribe for my next patient. In addition to that, besides looking at major, big, or they call macro data, I believe we're going to be able to now take data and look at a micro level. Meaning, could you imagine working with a patient, and this will probably be for all of my functional med docs that are out there, is saying, hey, look, this patient has blank, let's say fibromyalgia. And we know out of all of these other millions of people that have fibromyalgia, when we conservatively care for them using X, Y, and Z supplementation, X, Y, and Z therapies, that they get a better outcome than anybody else. So it's going to really help us refine, guys, what we are doing, what we're prescribing, what we're suggesting to our patient base. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool as well. All right, guys, I know that this may hopefully pique your guys' interest as far as things that are going to be happening in 2020. I want to know what you guys think. What, in your opinion, are the top trends as we move into this next decade? Please go Send me an email, drop me a line here on uh, Circle of Docs. And if you guys have not yet joined our amazing Facebook group called Chiropractic Business Club, it is the place where we help you refine your purpose, grow your practice, so you can ultimately make more profit. Go right now on Facebook, join Chiropractic Business Club. I look forward to meeting you guys. Guys, we literally have, I think it's 10, 15. I mean, we're well, we're getting like 25 to 50 new doctors joining every single week. We've got thousands of docs that are already on this thing. And it's cool. It's amazing to see the questions that you guys put out there, amazing to see the responses. And we really, really are focused on helping each other win in practice. I don't deal with bullshit. I don't deal with negativity. We are there to help each other win in practice because we know we have such a big world to serve and we do not like small thinkers. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for everything. Thank you so much for listening. Let's rock and roll into 2020, and I cannot wait to get started. All right, talk to you later. Bye. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Chiropractic Secrets. To join our tribe, go to circleofdocs.com, and we look forward to serving you next time. Thank you.